Hey there, and welcome back to Just Vibing Podcast with your boy, Christopher Monroe. And on this episode of JVP, we are going to be talking about 50-50 relationships. Does it exist? I have some alarming answers for that. Also, I got some more uh, evidence to prove how a 50-50 relationship should work and why one expert say you should rather do 60-60. I'll explain more in detail on this episode of the Just Vibing Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, first, before I start this episode, which is my third one of season one of Just Vibing Podcast, I want you to make sure you follow me on all of my social media platforms. I have two Instagrams. My first one is Turn Up DJCM. My second one is Chris M. Well, excuse me. I am Chris M. ATL. Both of those are on my Instagram. If you want to follow me on Facebook, my Facebook is Christopher Dream Big Monroe, and that's Monroe, M-U-N-R-O-E. That's how I spell. All right, getting into today's topic, which focuses on 50-50 relationships. Does it still exist? Well, if we're coming to the new era of relationships in marriage, of course, in marriage, 50-50 does not exist. Why? Because when you're married, when you're exchanged vows, pretty much you don't have no other choice. To, you don't have no other choice but to do everything you do in togetherness. That means if one person follows apart, then the whole marriage is just totally up to shreds. But when you're in a relationship, does it still exist? Well, I have dig up some uh, good key evidence from sources online. And, you know, if I dig up sources, different sources, it's going to pretty much talk about the same thing. So, I only dug up a few things from only about three sources. And uh, what is the actual meaning of a 50-50 relationship? Now, I can tell you this. A 50-50 relationship does not mean each partner gives 50% of themselves. In fact, this type of division can be damaging to a relationship. Hmm. A 50-50 split means that each person gives the exact same amount of themselves fully. That's the actual meaning of a 50-50 relationship. One person have to give 100%. The other person have to reciprocate. So basically, one person cannot take all the weight when it comes down to a relationship, and I'll get to that in more detail later. When you also are in these split relationships, it requires more than the 
effort. It needs full effort and attention in order to thrive and be healthy. Relationships require fairness and not equity. We need to start asking ourselves, how do I create and maintain a relationship that is fair for me, my partner, and the relationship itself? So fairness in a relationship is about understanding and working towards the needs of a relationship, not just the needs of each person. So that's a huge difference when it comes down to 50-50. Everybody has to have their fair share of the money in the bank, right? So with this being said, fairness is very important when it comes down to this split. And that's what it kind of sort of comes back to the weight. One person cannot hold all the weight in a relationship. At some point, that person has to lift the weight off the other person's shoulder, which means you have to do whatever you got to do on your end to make it easy for the person. When that's been reciprocated, the same thing got to happen. Basically, you have to work together to keep each other's weights off each other's shoulder, if that makes sense. So for a good example, if me and the person that I'm dating, Shanice, we have a house together and we go and confirm that I'm going to do the yard work while she clean up everything in the house well for one do you think that's going to be fair right because she's doing majority of the work and you're doing and you're just doing the light work you're just doing yard work now i know for all the men out there yard work is hard too that's depending on your yard (laughs) most yards doesn't take all day to do i'm gonna be straight up honest with you like you're literally bullshitting around if you're doing yard work but we have a woman that's doing the housework all the cleaning and all that good stuff then now you have some heavy ass weight to lift off her shoulders because it would be Something else if she see you doing anything while she's cleaning up everything. It's just like if you take a bumpy road in a relationship. If you're not willing to do nothing, but she's willing to do something. Then guess what? It's going to fall off dramatically because you're not putting in the time and the effort to make things work. You can put that in perspective when it comes down to 50-50. The thing is, when you're in a relationship, when you're in marriage, everything has to balance out. Everything. Whether it's what you do, as far as the needs, as far as what the relationship needs, and as far as what the partner needs. If the partner needs more attention, if the partner needs Uh, to be more happy if she needs you to step up 
then that's what you got to do to make everything balance out. So some things in that particular nature has to be well communicated, which that's one of the keys of a relationship is communication. Communication is very important, really on everyday lives, whether it's at your job, whether you're shopping at the grocery store and you're trying to find something and you can't find it, you got to go to the nearest, you know, person who works at the store, ask the person, hey, I can't find this. Do you know where this is? Communication goes a long way, including in a relationship. If you're not happy in your relationship, talk about it. Sit at the table and just put all the food on the table for one person to take a bite off of. You have to explain what are the differences that is making your relationship the way it is. If uh, if taking all the weight is one of them, then, well, you shouldn't do half and half. You should go all in. Now, on my next source, which explains about why 50-50 relationships isn't possible. And it basically comes back to the same thing um, as the fact that, you know, it's, it's just won't work because both partners are going to be half-assing. And you don't want to half-ass in the relationship. You definitely shouldn't half-ass in a marriage. Now, here's what this author says from Simply Sabrina Blog. So I'm guessing the person named Sabrina who wrote this, this is actually a blog made to her website. But she says, Disney and High School Musical have pretty much screwed us in terms of relationship expectations. I mean, if you don't meet your soulmate before, I'm sorry, if I mean, if you don't meet your soulmate being forced to sing on a New Year's Eve cruise with your family, where will you go? In an age of split second swiping decisions and terrible tender dates, you think that when you find a real relationship, the hard part is over. As your self-proclaimed fairy god girlfriend, as Narthur is, it's her job to give it straight to the point. Like, give it to you straight. Relationships are hard and takes effort to make them work. One of the biggest misconceptions is that 50-50 is the way to go. And I'm here to tell you, that shit won't work. And indeed, 50-50 is a misconception. Like, I'm not going to lie about that. I'm like, definitely agree with her on that because everybody think, like I said, that 50 means I just do half, you just do half, and we just, you know, we all go 100. No, that means basically whatever you do, you got to do it together. But it just means that the man is the 50% and the woman is the 50% to make 100%. You do everything together that's what makes that 100%. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't mean that I take care of half of the house, half of the bills in the house. You take care of the other half. 
When a man is the provider, he takes care of everything. And I mean everything. Okay? If I was in that particular um, situation, I definitely, especially if the house is in my name, every single bill in that house would be paid for. I'm just saying, if we're not roommates and the house is under my name, I'm paying for everything. Huh, everything. Now, you will have some women out there, they will feel as if you're doing so much and you got so much on your plate that, you know, they'll lift all the weight off you and just do whatever is necessary to take care of the household, which eventually that's what they're supposed to do. When a man leaves, all the woman, all that women have to do is to nurture him. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much to support him. And when you're dealing with men who have to do most of the work, you do not, and you got to be careful about this, you do not want to make him feel resentful because people will feel resentful if they figure, oh, I'm doing all the work, but he ain't doing shit in return. Now, you will feel some type of way because of the fact that you're doing all of this work to make it work, to fit the needs, all that and above. But he's just sitting there doing absolutely nothing. Well, my brothers and sisters, what are we going to do about that situation? What we can do about that situation. Everybody needs to know how to create balance. Everybody needs to know the meaning of balance. Everybody really needs to know and not take 50-50 under confusion. Which that's where the misconception part comes into play. You can't not be confused at your roles because it's 50-50. You'll look at that and be like, oh, that's half. But that's not exactly what it means. If you mess around and treat that as a misconception, then don't be surprised if your relationship is going to be toxic as hell because of the fact that you're not doing all what you need to do to keep it rolling. Now, I would say this as well to add. Women, don't be the queen of the throne. Men, don't be the king of the throne. Instead, be royal. To the throne. Y'all like that, didn't y'all? Be royal to the throne. Everything y'all do in the throne, do it in equity, equality, and with fairness. And I can't not stress that enough. When you're in a healthy relationship, I mean, there's different ways of making relationships healthy to include not cheating. But 
This is one of them. It's to make sure that each other, the partner of each other, lift each other weights. So if you're thinking about a balance beam, right? You know that in order for that balance beam to balance, you got to have a certain amount of weight to make it balanced. So, for instance, if Shanice is taking all the weight and I'm sitting here and doing anything, I'm sitting here and not doing anything about it, then she going she going feel some type of way about that which if you were to be in that same situation you need to communicate that you have to let it be known because if you don't let it be known guess what it's gonna keep going and going and going now you ain't gonna be happy and all of a sudden okay this ain't gonna work we're breaking up instead if i was the great boyfriend to her if she have a lot of stuff going on I would do everything necessary to lift the weight off her shoulders. What is it? Is it need that she has? Or is it something within the relationship that needs to be fixed and she can't fix it all together on her own? Or is it just anything else that, you know, just feels like you putting the weight on her shoulders? That needs to be communicated and that needs to be fixed and resolved. And also, well, also she said in this article, going closer to um, the 60-60 rule, which was never heard of. She also says that a healthy relationship shouldn't be a one-way street. When two people care about each other, they are not burdened by being aware of carrying their own equal amount of weight. I just said that. They understand things will not always be perfectly balanced. In a true partnership, you will work together as a team, picking up the slack for others when things just aren't falling into place. To be clear, by no means, we're not advocating you to do all the housework and your man sits on his ass and play video games. So this is at this particular point, she suggests a 60-60 rule. And she, and she says this doesn't necessarily mean the contributions are perfectly equal. It just means each person is giving it his or her part plus that extra 10%, which goes back to me saying you have to go all the way in. We're not talking about in sex terms. But we're talking about in this 60-60 rule term. You got to go all the way in. A healthy relationship is a support system. For a support system to be true symbiotic system, to be a true symbiotic system, I should add, it needs to be a two-way street. Hence the 60-60 rule. Both partners should establish themselves as supportive figures in each other's lives. So... With that being said, that's just the normal thing to do in a relationship anyway, is to support each other. Like, I would not follow the dreams of Shanice and I don't support it. 
Because the, the thing about it, if you don't support each other's dreams, then one person is going to feel some type of way in the way, well, you just don't give a shit about me. You don't support me. You just obviously don't care about my goals. You don't care about my aspirations. You don't care about my dreams. You just don't care about shit. That's the worst way possible to ever have your mate to feel. Like, that's just one thing particularly you don't want your mate to feel. You know? Being supportive goes a long way because it's the fact that you're showing love and appreciation to that person no matter what that person does. So, for instance, if that person reach a milestone, and we're talking about a huge milestone as huge as buying a house. Well, if you love her so much and and, 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 and uh, reciprocity, if she will love you back for appreci- for for you appreciating her. Then why not support her in the process? And supporting people will go a long way. It's just like you will support your favorite sporting team. All right. They would not play as they would if they don't get the support that they need. Energy goes a long way when it comes down to support. You have to have the full energy in order to support. You have to have the full energy in a relationship in order to support the relationship. So if there's no energy in a relationship, then there's nothing. If you want to be born in a relationship, it ain't going to be nothing. Like you have to add a little spice to your relationship. And we're not, like I said, talking about sex terms. We're just talking about being that fun, adaptable, that open-minded person that when she comes to you, you already know she's going to have a great time around you. You have to set the standard when it comes down to that. And it starts with you and yourself. What I should do to make myself fun, what I should do to make myself open and to make myself adaptable and make myself a part of the crowd. Now, I'm not saying being a part of the crowd because that's just a part of influence. And there's certain people you don't want to be around because that certain people is going to give you a bad influence. You want, you know, people to give you good vibes, people that give you good influence. Well, you don't want to be around people that's going to give you those type of bad vibes. You want to be around people where they'll give you the good vibes in order for you to present that same type of vibe. So I can't be going everywhere and look bored, look all clear, like like the Visine man on that commercial. Red eyes, clear eyes. <laughs> Woo! I cracked myself up. But anyway, don't be born like him, okay? I'm just saying. He just says it in a way. He just looks so dull. and He just looks like he just... He's not agreeable to doing things that eventually grown people do. Now, if you know, all grown people don't do the same thing because, you know, everybody is different. OK, but if you really show that you're really doing some grown ass shit, then you'll be treated as such. You're a grown ass nigga. You're a grown ass bitch. Okay, I'm a savage. 
classy, bougie, and ratchet. Got a lot of savages around here, y'all. Nowadays, we got a lot of savages. Females are taking up 100% of those savages. Watch out for them, fellas. <laughs> so, with the 60-60 rule to be said, you want to consider your relationship an investment, but not a business deal. Conducting your relationship as a business deal will be detrimental to your relationship in the long run. When you see your partnership as a quid pro quo, you are more conditional. Uh, okay, cut off somewhere. Hold on. Uh, I read my notes and now I can't find it. Uh, quid pro quo. I'm trying to see where I live. Here we go. Uh, one, one, once again, when you see your partnership as quid pro quo, you are more conditional with your actions. Work to cultivate a more generous culture of giving in your relationship. That can be through loving, tough gifts, words of affirmation, acts of service, or just being thoughtful and intentional with the time you give to your partner. That is so important in a relationship. You have to make a huge investment. That is so important because like Sabrina says in her blog that I'm reading, if you take the relationship as a business deal, then what's the point of being in a relationship if it's just going to be about business? It shouldn't be like that. When you're conducting a relationship as if you're making an investment, then, you know, like she said, you're more conditional with your actions. You know, you have to be the giver and not the taker. And we're and what I'm saying is don't just give to take takers. Okay? When you give and take, then it should be reciprocated the other way. So, if a woman give and take, a man should give and take. And when your relationship is your top priority, you need to treat it as a separate entity. The relationship needs full effort and attention in order to thrive. Instead of being the opposite, or instead of being on opposite sides, you are now on one team that is working together towards the needs of a relationship. Does it feel great to work as a goddamn team? I feel as this. If I were to be in a relationship with Shanice or whoever, my main priority is investment. We're not talking about the gifts. We're not talking about my words, but we're talking about actions. Right? We're talking about what I need to do 
the time and the effort that I need to invest in order to make it real, to make it known to her that I am 100% committed in this relationship. But the real question is, is she is 100% committed? You have done your part if you do invest in your 100% giving. But if she's not doing her part, then that's when the resentment falls on you. That's something that you have to avoid. And if you really, really love each other and really want to make this work because you got long history together, then I would suggest resolving that issue. You know, sit down, make it work, see what the differences are, and just explain what needs to be done on each other's part. Now, here's the problem that pretty much becomes alarming, which is really not, but it's the truth. And it's straight up. The problem with 50-50 is that if you define your relationship in terms of fairness and equality, then your partnership soon turns into a contest with scorekeeping as a priority. Is that real or I'm just bullshitting. Let me say that again. The problem with 50-50 is that if you define your relationship in terms of fairness and equality, then your partnership soon turns into a contest with scorekeeping as a priority. So pretty much, they're just saying, you know, be fair, be equal. Because if you take your partnership the same way, then it's going to become a competitive mess. Even if you win, you lose. You lose intimacy in your relationship. You lose the ability to surprise and delight the one you love. And overall, you lose the atmosphere of respect. Instead, you should do your best to understand and support your partner's dreams. I just said that. In fact, dream with your partner. All of this, I just pulled off the internet. I literally said the exact same thing, maybe differently the way they say it, but I said the exact same thing. And it just all comes down to one thing. Just do everything together. You know, don't just think in your head that, oh, I I guess I could do half. That'll take the weight off me. People got to realize that relationship is not easy to maintain. That's why you got a lot of relationships that is that is not long term as if it was back in the day. Which I guess I'll incorporate that when I talk about the topic of dating then and now, which that's coming in a future episode. But coming back to this. You know, people back in the day took took their relationship in a more different approach. Like people was down for effort, was down for support and was down to live the dream out loud. Well, you got these new era relationships 
That's just so toxic. It was no meaning of a toxic relationship back in the day. Like, you have a lot of older couples living right now, and they've been married for over three, four decades. How did that happen? How did that happen? Why we're in a new decade that we would never get a relationship, or let's just say it's going to be rare to get a relationship that turns into marriage and it ends up being a 30, 40 year marriage. Like eventually you have to learn from our ancestors, right? We have to learn from our old school people. How did they establish their relationship end up being married for 30, 40 years? Of course, the number one thing they're going to say is because of the fact that God was within our relationship. And that's as real as it gets. When you add and incorporate God into your relationship, God will be the forefront of making our relationship as healthy as possible. In the words of being faithful, which means both parties be faithful in their relationship, then guess what? That's one key ingredient to having a long-lasting relationship. I mean, being faithful goes a long way. We're not talking about cheating and lying. The basic that will will fuck up everything. We're talking about being faithful as of giving, supporting. And, you know, when people give, don't be afraid to take. Because, yeah, you will tell them, Okay, you didn't have to do it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, you're fine. You're fine. It doesn't cost that much. But guess what? That's an appreciation of you doing it. You didn't have to do that. So this is up for appreciation. And if you don't want to take it, they still going to give it to you. That's the point of give and take. You know, you can take it at how it is but you know you have to not be selfish when people are offering you something and it's coming from the heart you know it'll make them feel like an asshole when something is coming from the heart and you just reject it and now they feel like shit don't ever put yourself in that situation because at the end of the day they didn't have to do it You didn't have to do what you did. This is up for appreciation. And that will also show what type of man or woman you are. If you got other people that will show you appreciation for what you did and what you did with her. Like, for instance, if my girl was in harm's way and I have to take a bullet just so I can save her. It's not only being heroic, but it's all about protection. Now, that maybe go a little bit too far as far as protection, because I wouldn't just be in front of her and just be like, hey, shoot me. You know, protecting her is basically putting her out of harm's way. If you want to sacrifice your life for her, by all means. But you got to realize also you only have one life to live. So, yeah, it's huge. But guess what? 
it ain't worth losing your life at an early age all over her. I'm just saying. If you see her in a line of crossfire, just be like them motherfuckers in the, in the action movie. Take her, throw her to the ground, and also save your own ass. Save yourself from being harmed as well. And guess what? You're not dead. She's out of harm's way. You have a win-win situation going on here. And on the top of that, the most thing, the top thing that you have done is you protected her. So that's pretty much like playing a part on the man's perspective. Now, on a woman's perspective, you have to really, really support his doings. You know, that's all what women should want to do. That's all women should do. You have to make sure that he's on his right mind, his right feet. You got to make sure that when you look good, he looks good along with you. It's another thing of being balanced. I would not be wearing a black shirt and you wearing a red shirt. And the whole particular reason of dressing, of dressing together is to look good together, right? So, when you look odd together, then y'all just don't look together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, with this being in closing, as I close out my podcast for this episode. I just want to let y'all know that there's a whole different meaning of a 50-50 relationship. We all know that there's no such thing. Because if there is a such thing, then we would have had a, a lot of relationships that just would have fallen apart. At all costs, it would have been falling apart. But when you ever hear, oh, y'all need to do 50-50, that definitely doesn't mean half. That means that the 50% of what the girl does should be fully committed 100%. Same thing goes with the guy. Y'all come together to make that 50% of, of full commitment then your then your relationship will be 100% golden. So, I leave you with this. And this is my fair warning to everybody who is in a relationship, who is dating or who is married. Don't take all the weight. Don't take all the weight. Don't let People don't let people build all that weight on you. If you know for a fact that, or you just realize the fact that you're really doing all the work, you need to make that well known. And if it's not going to work, then, well, it ain't meant to be. Don't waste your time. So, I want to say thank you 
for listening to me on the Just Biden podcast. Of course, we switched it up from, you know, talking about COVID-19. I, to be honest with you, I am very tired of, you know, saying stuff about COVID-19 because that eventually we're going to make our way through it and we're going to get out of it. But I know a lot of relationships um, can be affected by this, but in actuality, there's no way that this situation that we're in right now with social distancing, that should not take you away from spending time with your partner. Even though... You know, there's nothing to do because everything is closed and you can't eat in a restaurant and majority of the parts is closed. You know, you know, there are several ideas that you can take heed when it comes down to keeping the momentum going, despite of the fact that we are social distancing right now. So. Make sure that you stay communicating with your uh, significant other. Stay in contact. Um, You know, have dinners at each other's houses. You know, cook your meal, watch Netflix or play video games or play house games. You know, um, cuddle together, that kind of stuff. I mean, it's certain couples that shoot. They have sex every day. (laughs) But don't think that because there is order, there's shelter in place orders that is in effect that you can't not see your woman. Because as long as you are sheltered in a place, then nothing can happen to you. So social distancing, you know, yes, we should social distancing. Uh, We should show some distance, I should say, because of the fact that this is the only way we can slow down the spread of this virus. But if y'all two are healthy, then that should be no excuse of seeing each other at least once, twice, three times per month. You know what I'm saying? Or if y'all can't see each other that often, talk, communicate. That's why we got FaceTime. We got Zoom. You know, we got uh, anything else that, you know, is like a video chat software-like option. That's virtual. Either way it is, you know, do whatever you can to keep the momentum running, despite of the fact that we are social distancing. Uh, Communication should be no, it should be no, I should say it like this. It should be no excuse that communication um, really can keep things going. There's no, it's no excuse that you can't communicate. And and like I said, communication is the key to a relationship. It's the key to everything. You have to stay in contact with your significant other. See how she's doing. How her day goes. Um, you know, talking about some some other things. Uh, it, shoot, talk about what y'all gonna do once all this pandemic stuff is all a bit over with. Yeah, 
I um, already explained to my significant other that I'm talking to that I was like, I have a list full of shit and more that I haven't listed that I want us to do once this quarantine shit is over. Now, we all know that once it's over, everybody going to be out and about fucking it up. I could just hear the club DJ be like, make some motherfucking noise if you survive Corona. Hey. And then, you know, the trap music comes on. Everybody taking shots. Everybody's just twerking on on top of the couches. Oh, it's going to be too lit. But at the same time, on Sunday morning, every single church better be packed. Because if it if it if it wasn't for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, like he is the one that literally got us through this whole ordeal. So he deserved the praise more than anything. Am I agreeing with that? You're damn right I'm agreeing with that. Because for some of these people, they got to face the fact that they got to bury their loved ones because of this virus. They have to find a job because of this virus. You have to find normality because of this virus. I'm pretty sure shit ain't going to be normal. It's going to take a while to get things back under normal um, after this. But at the end of the day, we all should give God the praise for what he has done during this quarantine. Everybody has become changed. Everybody has seen the light of things. Everybody has gotten their lives together. Everybody, you know, needed some self-needed improvement. But you couldn't even realize that if the life was still normal today. Like, literally, God has shut the world down just so everybody can give him his undivided attention. Don't put God on the back burner, y'all. God has do that has done so many incredible things for us not to even put him on the bandwagon. And this is key evidence. That you need to pay attention to me because I've been good to y'all. But y'all haven't been showing me enough love. That's when on that particular Sunday, you give God the much love that he deserves. And not only just on Sunday, every day. Every day. Because you're still breathing. And especially you still have a job. And you still have family members. Or even if you survived from having the virus. At the end of the day, he's been good to you. So with that being said, 
you know, keep continuing to be uplifted and prayerful for everything that's going on around here. And also with your relationships, you know, make sure that even during this little quarantine age or whatever, uh, just do what you can. But the main thing, all of all things, stay in contact. All right. See each other. Not every so often, because like, like I said, you know, the, the virus is crazy. But make sure you keep in contact with that person. Make sure she's okay. What, you know, how her day is, you know, how much you miss her and how much that she, you, you know, how much. Really, I would say to mine that, you know, not only I miss her, but I miss her. You know, I'm well, I miss us doing what we did together when there was an outside. And ladies and gentlemen, we do miss outside. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna bullshit. It's uh outside world is gonna feel a lot different because we've been used to staying in the house for two months. So we got to get accustomed to being outside now. <laughs> so that's that's the thing about it. But um, we're definitely going to get there. You just got to, you know, keep doing what we're doing. Remain healthy. And we in a relationship. Make sure check up on your girl. Check up on your man. Make sure they're good. Make sure you have a plan intact. So when y'all get out, y'all can like definitely catch up on some things that y'all was going to do previously before the virus hit. And um Make sure you do this with fairness and equality. Don't half-ass, okay? So, uh, that's it for JVP episode three. Thank you for listening. All right, once again, if you want to follow me on social media, my social media is um, on Instagram. I have two. It's TurnUpDJCM, and I am ChrisMATL. All right, you follow me. I'll follow you back. Also on Facebook, I um, have a page on there as well. That's Christopher Dream Big M U N R O E Monroe. All right. Uh, also, you have any other ideas on a topic that you want me to talk about or you want to talk about with me, however the concern is, uh, let me know. All right. Let me know on my social media platforms. And, um, you know, and just keep vibing, alright? So, until the next episode, I'm out. Peace. Love. And just peace. See ya!